Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Lift to Lens podcast. This is episode three of our Sunday Fun Day podcast. It's like a little spinoff, I guess, of our Lift to Lens original podcast. My name is Will. I'm with Eric, the Kanye West quoting Payne. He's yeah. here. He's here. He's ready. It's like uh, the Joey of our of our friends podcast. You know, it's the spinoff that nobody quite wanted, but they they're getting a lot of it. Anyway. They're getting it, and they're gonna watch it. Right, yeah. But in our case, they're listening. Joey did well, you know. He did it? That's why they made like 100 episodes of it. (laughs) Well, good for Joey. Yeah. And good for us. Yeah. Well, this week we have uh, some pretty interesting stuff coming up. We have the Game of Thrones season trailer has been released. Has been released. Um, I'm sure everyone on this planet has watched it. And if you haven't, go to YouTube and watch it right now. Um... I don't have a whole lot to say, just to say that I'm very excited about it. It seems like there's a lot going on in the trailer. There's, like, lots of cuts. Basically, about a one-second scene and then a cut of all different characters, of all different places they're going to be. Above the wall, below the wall, King's Landing. Um, It's really hard to make a bad Game of Thrones trailer. Yeah. You just put all the dope shit that is already going to happen together in any order that you want. Yeah. With some, like, weird music. Mm -hmm. And it, it, I mean... It sells itself. It does. I don't really have anything interesting to say is other than I'm really, really excited. Yeah. Um, I'm still, excited. Are you yeah. excited for it to be over? I'm not really excited for it to be over, but... I don't know. There's So, there's going to be a huge battle this season. Yeah. It's going to be... I, someone referred to it online as the Battle of the Blondes, because it's going to be oh Danny and uh, the Lannisters, Seriously? probably. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I, f- I feel like that's going to take up a lot of the season. But shouldn't there be two big battles? That should be the first the, big battle. And the there's battle the, up north... The White Walkers. Yeah. So. Two big battles. Yeah. Because it starts, this trailer starts, I think, with the the eye of a White Walker. So are you Maybe worried it that ends. it's going to be, like, too much battling? And we're not going to get as much, like, jockeying for the throne that made the first couple seasons so interesting? Yeah. Now well, that we're kind of paying off, it's going to be all, like, violence and battles. Which is cool. Mm-hmm. But is that, are we going to, like, miss some of the stuff that we Probably. Liked? Because this is what it's all led up to. Like, yeah. we all know what's going to happen. Yeah. If you've done your research. Everyone is going to die. On, on Game of Thrones. Winter or whatever. is going to take over. Yeah. So we all know what's going to happen. We just need to see it play out, basically. I'm sure there will still be, like, um, little political schemes here and there from, like, uh, uh, Peter Baelish and... Uh, I want him to be dead. Ferris. I'm sure yeah, that will Ferris. kind of play itself out. And you'll see who picks whose side. I have a feeling everyone's going to, like, disperse disperse from the Lannisters and come to Danny's side. Yeah, we'll enemies see. on all four sides. You know, Lannisters are in trouble. They are in trouble. Um, but yeah, there is also some other news. Yeah, so I put this one in here. Jessica Chastain to play Ingrid Bergman in uh, a torrid love affair with a photographer. Um, so it's, the movie's called Seducing Ingrid Bergman. And sorry that I have like a little bit of a... A cold. Yeah, what's wrong with you? I don't know. I, you I'm okay? all stuffed up. I took some Dayquil. Better be alright. But really, you need some Mucinex to just like bob this one out. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, apologies for that. But it's uh, it's based on a 2012 novel by Chris Greenhall, uh, which tells the story of the romance between the Casablanca actress and the war photographer Robert Capra. So period piece, famous Hollywood person, love story. What else do you want? Jessica Chastain. Jessica Chastain. Like, Academy Award nominated. I don't know the. I don't know when this is coming out or. There's no release date. Yeah, they just kind of said that they're gonna. Is make there? A, 
a director attached or anything else? Just no, they. She's gonna Arash Amel, hope that same that name, wrote mm-hmm. the script. Okay. But that's all they have. And I think Jessica Chastain is producing it. Okay. So we'll see. I imagine this is going to be like late next year, probably, mm-hmm. to get that like Oscar buzz. You know. Jessica Chastain coming for that Amy Adams redhead Oscar <laughs> nominee title. Who's the best redhead in Hollywood? Is it Amy Adams or is it Jessica Chastain? It's for sure Amy Adams. I kind of like Jessica Chastain more, though. She's, but she's I not the she's, best, right? Well, that's true. Best versus most liked. Yeah. That's too bad. She's coming for it, though. She's coming back. There could only be one top redhead. That's the problem <laughs> with Hollywood. There's not room for two redheads. So are you excited about this one? Yeah, this actually sounds really cool. Uh, you know, I like Casablanca a lot. And mm-hmm. Je- Jessica Chastain is cool. Mm-hmm. I like her too. And she definitely go. She ha- she kind of like operates independently. I feel like in Hollywood, like she's never been a part of anything big. Yeah. She's always in her like own movies that come out mm-hmm. in the fall. Yeah, and whoever agent like is she's like really really good. Because yeah. she's obviously very talented. Yeah, but she's able to avoid like that superhero circuit and like getting take that in the ass (laughs) to get like type guys for these like stupid roles yeah um yeah so i'm excited for this one too i think she'll obviously do really well she's like the tom hardy of women but she didn't sell out and do sign for venom Venom. there you go stupid tom hardy (laughs) right Um, so this should be cool and you know period piece yeah a lot of good love affair affair. ingrid bergman yeah it's gonna be classic movie star it's gonna be very romantic yeah when I read the title, it said "Toward Love Affair," yeah. and to me, I thought I, f- I thought "Toward" meant like bad love affair, like it was like a no. like a raucous love affair. But then I just probably could have been. And probably was at po- at times. Yeah, but then obviously like made up. It'd be yeah. a stupid movie if it was like we fell in love and then everything was great. Wouldn't that be great though? It's like it'd be very meta. We made this decision, and, and it was the best decision we've ever made. And, and innovative. And the movie's over. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. They're like, hey, did you empty the dishwasher? Yeah, I did, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> well, we're both excited for that one. We'll update it on the site whenever we get more information about it. Um, so give us the Sunday Funday Rundown, Eric. Sunday Funday Rundown. What happened this week in the box office? Uh, American box office was not great. So over, like, based on... Compared to last year, mm-hmm. last year's Memorial Day weekend, the box office took like a fifteen percent hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amer- in like domestically, mm-hmm. Pirates opened number one with like sixty six million, something like that, sixty five uh, over it's the three day weekend. Yeah, it's Pirates is one that's going to open like huge overseas. I think it opened. It has like the sixth largest overseas opening ever. Wow! Uh, and it opened like everywhere. So it's in like China and mm-hmm. Japan and all the big big going to see the movie countries and then Baywatch also came out that opened third uh with 18 million it's pretty modest yeah I don't know that that's a good result again like that's it's so weird today like you you look at the American tallies and you have to realize like Baywatch is probably gonna make a a lot of money I saw myself from cursing you can curse it's explicit because it's probably gonna make a lot of money overseas or at least more Mm -hmm. than it will here which is so weird yeah Uh, but I feel like The Rock is a huge he's He's like a huge star everywhere yeah so comedies don't really tend to translate super super well Mm -hmm. but I think the show kind of had a bigger audience like Hasselhoff is a big German guy 
Yeah. So maybe you get some Europe love. I don't know. Maybe. So, but third place finish, not like super great for Baywatch. Mm-hmm. I imagine the movie's kind of expensive to make. Yeah. Uh, and then Fast 8 crossed over the $1 billion mark. Wait, Fast 8 came out last weekend? Or has that been yeah. out? It's been out for like years. Oh my God. But <laughs> it, it, it finally made over a billion dollars. Wow. Like for its total cube. It's unbelievable. Because the sixth film ever to open or to, to tally more than a billion dollars if if i were to tell you that vin diesel was going to be the star of a fran- of a racing franchise to make over a billion dollars this is actually the second fast and furious movie to make over a billion dollars would you believe me fast seven you, back in whenever it was 2000 when, they made the when he was one. in a do you think they had any idea was he, he was in um, saving private ryan he was like a sensitive guy saving he private had like ryan. two lines yeah yeah uh no probably okay. not it, it's actually it's, these movies have right? become crazy yeah. like they were racing movies and then they became like heist thrillers yeah. with like every actor and actress in Hollywood yeah know? yeah. so no but <laughs> if you look at the list of the one billion dollar openings I think it's like it's the two fast movies the Chris Pratt um, Jurassic Park mm. not a movie star but you know billion Carolina. dollars is a, is a billion dollars yeah. and then Avatar is like number mm. one I think Titanic also so Wow, there's a, it's I, an incredible list. The sixth, I don't remember who the sixth is. Mm-hmm. Could That's be crazy. It, actually, it's it's Beauty and the Beast. Got oh, it. is it really? Uh, yeah. So yeah. a lot of recent ones. Like, yeah, a lot of recent ones. Ticket prices going up. Yeah, you know, inflation. People don't Economy. want to go to the movies. Yeah. Unbelievable. But so that's kind of, that's cool. And then, so for them. next week, uh, Wonder Woman comes out, and so does Ooh. Captain Underpants. I know you're really excited about Captain Underpants. Not, well... You are Captain Underpants. I am Captain Underpants, so I have to be excited. Right. It's part of the job. Yeah. So. But so those are the two big releases. Wonder Woman's opening in a lot of theaters. It's like over 4,000. That'll probably be a big one. Yeah. I don't um, think there are any reviews yet. Really? But it's probably, probably best to wait, wait until the end. It's always a good sign when they don't show <laughs> any critics the movie in advance. Yeah, of course. Always a good sign. Always good. Um, so keeping on with the Sunday Funday Rundown... The Wonder trailer was released as well within this past week. This stars Owen Wilson, Julie Roberts, and Jacob Tremblay. What do we think? Jacob Tremblay is uh, starring in a movie where he's not locked in a room for the first time. And you don't really... His face is, like, unrecognizable in this one. Yeah. Because it's about a boy whose face is disfigured based on, like, several plastic surgeries. And he goes to school for the first time. And he's worried about... His parents and him are worried about how he'll be accepted... And of course, it's like a, it's a kids movie, so it's a younger adult film, whatever. Yeah. So there's kids who bully him, but there are also other kids who accept him. Um, it's a beautiful story, and it was based on a YA novel. Um, I don't know what's written about, but I'll look it up right now. But what do you think about it? It looks very, it looks like a kids movie, and it looks like it's gonna be one of those movies that's very uplifting. Mm-hmm. See it being like a. I don't know. I don't even know if you release this in the fall for like Oscar season, or if you release it in the spring, try to get like the happy YA people going. Yeah, I feel like if you release it now, it's like almost summertime, right? So, like, kids are out of school, and they'll probably want to go to the movie to see it with their parents or whatever. I feel like it's probably a fine fine time to release it. Yeah. This probably isn't, like, an Oscar film. I'm not super interested in this, to be honest with you. Neither am I. I mean, it's... We can basically sum up the film, and we know what's going to happen at the end. Like, he's going to be accepted. Like, this film has been made before. Right. He's going to feel more comfortable in his skin. Yeah. Uh, his it's, parents are going to learn some valuable lessons yeah. about parenting. It's great. Kind of thing. It's yeah. a great, like, yeah. 
it's a feel good movie. It's a great like lesson movie. I'm just not yeah, going to watch know, people, it. People, I think it's a movie people will want to watch because yeah. it's going to have like a nice, good message about yeah. being nice to each other. Exactly. So yeah. maybe you can watch. Maybe be nicer than me. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, the book was written by Raphael, or sorry, Raphael Raquel J. Palacio. So there you go. Um, moving right along. Teaser trailer for. Uh, How to Talk to Girls at Parties was released. Oh, maybe I should watch this I, one. This might help you guys. <laughs> this might uh, help me. So directed by John Cameron Mitchell, who uh, directed Rabbit Hole, and then the Hedwig, he created the play Hedwig and the Angry Itch, and also directed the movie, which is the one with Neil Patrick Harris that came out on Broadway not so long ago. I'm not sure. I remember Rabbit Hole, though. That was with Kiefer Sutherland. I'm pretty sure. Nicole Kidman. Oh, never think of, oh I'm thinking of the Rabbit Proof Friends. Yeah, so Miles Tyler's in this one. There's okay. also a car accident involved because it's a Miles Tyler movie. Uh, <laughs> so this is based on a Neil Gaiman story. It looks crazy. We'll, we'll put the links to all these trailers in the show notes because mm-hmm. that'll help you out. But uh, yeah, the, the trailers look like very interesting, like yeah. very Neil Gaiman esque, like very. Yeah, there's like three little twenty second clips that mm-hmm. came out. They're all different, but mm-hmm. it, it's it's like eighties David Bowie yeah. feel to it, yeah. kind of thing. I don't know what to think. <laughs> this it's, it seems interesting. It seems like a teenager kind of movie. Yeah, it's like YA. It's not YA, but it's like a. It seems like that. There's a young person at the center of it, yeah. and it, it's a movie about like talking to girls. Yeah, it's a, so the story I think is that this guy, this punk rock guy, or whatever, has trouble talking to girls and like sees them as like aliens, and then he actually meets an alien. In the form of Elle Fanning, as well as Nicole Kidman, who yeah. are who are women, but they are actually like quote unquote aliens. So it's a metaphor. Yeah. Okay. So girls are aliens. Thank you for looking that up. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> I was just so confused that I was frozen. <laughs> yeah, but it looks it looks interesting. I mean, it could be, um, it could be good. We'll have to wait and see. But any like Neil Gaiman stuff is is always like a little quirky, a little like off center, almost like uh, Tim Burton. Maybe not that far off, but like... Yeah, it's a little different. A little outside the norm. Have there been a lot of uh, Neil Gaiman adaptations? Like, American Gods is the big one. Uh, I think there's... I don't know if they've done The Sandman. One. I thought there was another Which one. This is a big book. I'm pretty sure there's another one, but I can't think of it right at okay. this moment. But we'll... Let me look it up and we can keep rolling. Okay, so the next one is actually you. Uh, Elizabeth oh. Moss starring and executive producing in an adaptation of Mary Beth Keene's 1999 novel, Fever. For Annapurna TV and BBC America. So this Annapurna one, is Ridley Scott, right? No, that's Scott Free. Uh, but I'm not sure who Annapurna is. Alright, never mind. Um, so this one actually seems really interesting. Um, so I'm just going to read you the, like, the brief synopsis right now. Uh, quote, on the eve of the 20th century, Mary Mallon immigrated from Ireland Ireland at age 15 to make her way in New York City. Brave, headstrong, and dreaming of becoming a cook, she found a, she fought to climb up from the lowest rung of the domestic service ladder. Canny and enterprising, she worked her way to the kitchen and discovered her, in herself the true talent of a chef. Sought after by New York aristocracy and in, with an independence rare for a woman of the time, she seemed to have achieved the life she dreamed uh, for when she arrived in Castle Garden. The one determined medical engineer... Noticed that she left a trail of disease wherever she cooked and identified her as an asymptomatic carrier of typhoid fever with a seemingly preposterous theory. He made Malin a hunted woman. So basically, it's about Typhoid Mary, the first ever carrier of the typhoid uh, disease. So is this like a, is this a fever. true story or is this like a, a fictionalized account of that? 
that's a very good, good question. I thought it was, I think it's based on a true story, but I don't see anything on here that says based on actual evidence. Yeah. So it could be, it could just be a fiction novel. I'm actually not sure that's a great question. It sounds kind of, it sounds cool. And Elizabeth Moss, Elizabeth Moss is always in like crazy out there stuff. Yeah. Like Top of the Lake on Sundance or like this Hulu show. Yeah, The Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. And then it might be Mad Men, obviously, but she's been in some movies with like um, Jay Duplass, the one I yeah. love, where they're clones or something like that. Yeah, something, yeah. Uh, so I'm, I, yeah. She I, does this, interesting stuff. This is sure. cool. Yeah. I'm in on this. Yeah. Elizabeth Moss is cool. I, I only know her from Mad Men. Um, but I know that she's, you know, I know who she is. She's been around. She's done interesting stuff, like you just mentioned. Yeah. So B- I figured. BBC could be cool. The BBC shows that actually make it to America all seem to be pretty well received. I know there's they make a lot of BBC shows in England that people don't like. Yeah. And obviously, we don't get those because why mm-hmm. would they show them to us? Right. But this we're seems like well, something, yeah, something that we're going to see. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm in on this, especially after the Hands Made Tale buzz. I think this will be big. Well, Will, speaking of the Hands Made Tale, uh, there's a new Margaret Atwood adaptation. No way. And it's coming to Netflix. Uh, it's called Alias Grace. Um, Anna Paquin is set to star. It's a work that centers on the real deaths of Thomas Kinnear and his pregnant mistress, uh, Nancy Montgomery, allegedly murdered by two of Kinnear's servants in upper Canada. Uh, so it's, but the, so though they were both convicted, the, like it's, it's been kind of confused, uh, that like if they were actually the perpetrators of the crime. Um, so this kind of goes into, I think that confusion and like how to getting her out of prison Mm. and being released. This seems really interesting. Yeah. Um, it's a it's gonna be a mini series, a Netflix mini series. Oh, it's gonna be on Netflix. Oh, yeah. okay. It's like it's a short run. Interesting. Short run. So this is like a basically, they were upset about not getting the rights to Handmaid's Tale because of all the buzz it's getting. They wanted to be in the Margaret Atwood business. Yeah, exactly. And there, like, Margaret Atwood has a lot of shit. So so let's adapt it. Yeah, that's pretty much what this seems like to me. It seems smart. They just want to dominate the the stream game. So. Yeah. You need content. You always need fresh content. I'll probably, I mean, I'm definitely in on this. I mean, it seems interesting. I'll... A little bit of true crime. Yeah. But fictional, fictionalized true yeah. crime. Maybe we'll do a, do a podcast about it. Who knows? It's a miniseries, so it'll be short. Yeah, you know. Short and sweet. Just an option. Just like you. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> uh, so last bit of news here that I fought very hard to get in the rundown. <laughs> Blake Lively to star in the thriller The Husband's Secret, written by, or based on a book um, by the Big Little Lies author. Mm-hmm. And now I'm blanking on her name. Uh, oh, Leanne Moriarty. So the story follows a wife, mother, and chronic perfectionist who inadvertently discovers that her husband has been keeping a secret for her for years. Um, a secret that leads her to realize that her life is built on a foundation of lies and murder. Oh my god. There's always secrets with uh, Moriarty. I think Big Little Lies, obviously... Uh, tells you that there's some lies that are big and some lies that are little, mm-hmm. but they all probably have huge consequences. So I think yeah. this is going to be another one of those, like, I don't know, like you're going to think one thing the whole movie and then they're going to turn something on its head. Yeah. Uh, and Blake Lively's going to be in it. 
and other people to... It seems fitting that she's in it, right? Like, she was in Gossip Girl. She's kind of, like... She's, like, the face of, like, Hollywood, California girl. Right? Blake Lively has such a weird career. She does. We were talking about this before we started recording. She's, like, a perfect, like, example or, like, icon of, like, California, like, Hollywood, right? She's, like, beautiful, like, blonde hair, blue eyes, charismatic to to a degree. Um... And she's like a quote-unquote movie star, but not really a movie star. Did you ever see Savages? I did, actually. I did watch that movie. So, like, her character in that, oh, is, like, a good example of what you're saying. Like, no. she's like a Well, she's, like, a California girl, right? Well... I know she has, like, she's, like, a little bit dirtier. Yeah, like yeah. she's got... She, like, does, she's involved with drugs and, like, all this stuff. But essentially that. She has that, yeah. like, look. The California vibe. Yeah, like, yeah That yeah. look. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Um, and it seems like this would be perfect for her, like... She's been in stuff like this before. This is this is aimed at an audience who has probably grown up watching Gossip Girl. Um, it's probably the same people who watch Big Little Lies. Yeah, and Gossip Girl. All so same within the same part of the Venn diagram. It all makes sense, right? Yeah. It's all she it's has all a calculated. career. She has her career is like Jessica Chastain's, but like less successful. Like Blake Lively makes Blake Lively movies now, and people that see them like them. Mm-hmm. She's not like a. It's hard to call her a movie star. She's she's she only ever made ten movies. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. crazy, right? And none of them have been really that successful. No, she opened number one <laughs> with uh, Green Green Lantern, but that movie but like, was considered such a huge failure yeah. that it almost destroyed Ryan Reynolds' career. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she's always. I don't know. I don't know how I I, I really like her. Just as, I think she's really attractive. I don't know how she talented she is. I like her. I like to see her in movies. I think she is. Is cool. I just don't know how talented she is. Yeah. As an actress. Uh, you watch Age of Adeline or I did, The Shallows? I know I missed those. I watched Age of Adeline, but I haven't seen The Shallows. How was Age of Adeline? I don't remember. All I remember is that uh, one of the guys from Game of Thrones to bring this all the way back full circle is her like her male. Oh, I I know guy. that guy. The, the guy who's like Oliver having sex with Danny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're trying to. Yeah, yeah. The young guy. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. I don't think she she doesn't age. I think that's what it is. So okay. it's always the age of Adeline. Oh, because, interesting. Uh, oh, that's oh. What? There's some. Isn't it based on a book? We yeah. should do a podcast. No, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> um, I don't want to subject you to to that. <laughs> it seems kind of fitting that like her and Ryan Reynolds are like married, right? Because they're both kind of like. Pretty famous, like, should probably be more famous, right? Based on, like, how beautiful they both are and, like, how, like, big their names are. But they're, like, not really that famous, right? Ryan Reynolds' was, career was, like you said, was almost destroyed by Green Lantern. And then he brought it back with Deadpool. But now, yeah. he has this new movie called The Hitman's Bodyguard. You are so out on this. It looks so stupid. It's such a bad decision. <laughs> Why is he making this decision? Like he's so he's so great at like that, like in the in the trailer he's great at like that quick witty yeah talk whatever I don't know how to describe it but he's great at what he does yeah and he lends him he lends these talents to such stupid movies like you did you watch the trailer I have I've seen it a what do you times. think I'm getting upset I don't want to talk about it <laughs> I think it looks amazing <laughs> Show uh, your mouth. no you don't. I don't know I was like really wrong on Baywatch so maybe my sense of 
whether or not things are going to be good. But you were out on Baywatch, right? And then you then you're like, oh, maybe it'll be. This good. is my problem. I get I'm out on something, and then I talk myself into it. And then it like I did the same bad. shit with Suicide Squad. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be awful. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe this actually won't be awful. I'm in. And then it's terrible. And then it was it was not great. It was okay. It wasn't. It was that. It was bad. Did you watch it? Yeah. It was yeah. bad. It, it wasn't great. <laughs> yeah. Don't talk yourself into this one. Stay out on. Oh, the Ryan Reynolds movie? The new Hitman's Body. I mean, the, yeah. the title is atrocious, right? Well, it tells you exactly what the movie's going to be about. That's true. There's a Hitman. Well, it's ironic because you wouldn't think a Hitman would need a bodyguard. I don't need to be explained <laughs> this information. Because he is a Hitman and he kills people. <laughs> so why can't he then protect himself? Or is he only like an offensive player? He doesn't play defense. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways... That's actually all we have today. Yeah, it's good. Good man. <laughs> we'll we'll talk more about Ryan Ryan Reynolds next week. Um, but as always, shout out Chad LaBeouf. Yep. And we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah.